superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia, and all my rowdy friends are here. That's right. It's time to look ahead to the future of the NFL, and it starts now with our first 2024 NFL mock draft episode. Who better than Mr. College Football himself, Thor Nystrom, the Dynasty podcast, Menace to Society, Scott Bogman, my good pal, and the Raging Cajun, Derek Brown, Debro and Thor, fresh off a senior bowl. Uh, I don't know uh, where what bowl uh, you just came from, Bogman, but probably shouldn't talk about that. But here we go. We are ready to rock and roll here. We've got an amazing draft. We're going to do the first round of the NFL draft. Obviously, things are subject to change with trades and whatnot, but this is kind of the first take, first look at things as we look ahead. And shout out to PFF, who are using that software today for the NFL draft. And gentlemen, it's certainly going to be some heavy quarterback flow in the beginning of this draft. We know that, so we're going to see what teams are going to take who, and also some of the information that we've garnered here from the last few weeks and even months from the NFL season into the college football season ending as well and try to figure out which teams, especially with their new head coaches, are going to go in certain directions. So let's start here with the first pick overall, and the picker is none other then D-Bro, Derek Brown, the King of Bros, the Fantasy Bro, you're on the board for right now, the Chicago Bears, with this pick from the Carolina Panthers, who really honestly wouldn't know what to do with it anyway. So they might as well let the Bears <laughs> or someone else do it. So, D-Bro, make the selection. I'm going to go with the chalk picker, guys. No big surprises here at the top. Caleb Williams, quarterback out of USC, reset the rookie quarterback contract. Ryan Poles gets his guy, his guy, and Fields is on the move, man. So, Caleb, welcome to Chicago. Caleb Williams, obviously a, a very easy pick there. I think that's the consensus. Now we'll see if that continues to be the consensus as time goes on, but certainly a lot of hype around Caleb Williams is deservedly so has a lot of great highlight reels, maybe a little bit of a down season compared to last year, but still a very good future for Caleb Williams, the QB from USC next at number two, the Washington commanders, Thor Nystrom, you're officially on the clock. So what does uh, the new regime in Washington do with their first pick in 2024. Let's start deviating from chalk a little bit. I'm going with Jaden Daniels here. I think, you know, they, they just, Washington just hired Cliff Kingsbury. There's a lot of talk that they're going to engage Chicago in trade talks. We're not doing trades here. Obviously every team is in, is in their, their slot. I, first of all, I think Jaden Daniels is a better prospect than Drake may. And I think that, that it's a very realistic possibility that Washington is going to conclude the same. I also think Jaden Daniels is more of a fit for Cliff Kingsbury potentially than Drake May. He certainly fits more of the quarterbacks that Cliff Kingsbury has developed and used in his systems going back a little bit. Uh, obviously, Caleb Williams last year at USC, the handpicked one that Cliff Kingsbury had, as you guys recall, when he came into the NFL was Kyler Murray. Uh, I, I think, you know, I mean, not exactly similar to those guys, but more similar to them, certainly than uh, Drake May. 
Uh, Jaden Daniels has two superpowers throwing downfield. Uh, he's an absolute assassin at that. The deep ball, one of the best we've seen in the last 10 years. And the other thing, he's just a killer scrambling. He admirably stays in the pocket till the last second. And when he has to bail, he becomes so dangerous, squirts out of the pocket so fast. And he has really good vision down the field as well. In addition to 4-3 speed, I, I think that would be a really good fit and something that could potentially jumpstart Washington's turnaround. All right, so there you have it, everybody. Jaden Daniels, the QB from LSU, going second overall. My New England Patriots are up. So, Scott Bogman, that means we come to you for a selection here. Do they go quarterback? Do they go somewhere else with Rod Mayo now, the new head coach? And we've got uh, Ron Wolf's uh, son now running things there from the personnel standpoint with a committee of others. So I assume you're on this committee as well. So why don't you go ahead and make the pick? Hey, Craig Wolfley, uh, sideline guy for the Steelers. Ron Wolfley, sideline side guy or uh, play-by-play guy for the Cardinals. So a lot of Wolfley uh, in, in my past. But Drake May, uh, it's got to be the pick here. If you're New England, yes, you have holes. You need uh, playmakers at the receiver position. Both your tackles are free agents. There's not a lot that you need on defense, though. Uh, you don't know when you're going to be back up this high again as the Patriots. You have to invest in a quarterback. Drake May is the guy on the board because Jaden Daniels went. I think he fits better for the Patriots anyway. So I think it's pretty much an auto pick for the Pats here going with the quarterback. Take Drake May. He's good in the pocket. Um, can differ his speeds. He's not like Joe Milton, who you watch at the senior ball, who can only throw rockets. So, you know, he's got a lot of touch. He's got a lot of experience, and I think he would help New England the most immediately. So got to go with the QB. Well, goodness knows the Patriots need some immediate help. So three <laughs> quarterbacks in a row with three picks. Back to Derek Brown for pick number four. The Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. Debro, there's a generational talent still on the board. Is he going to fall any further? Nope. The fall starts here, and I, I don't want to toss the chaos grenade, but I can't wait until draft night and we watch the Patriots trade back, and Joey's going to be sad when they take a tackle. But anyway, back <laughs> to the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Why do you the have to do this thing- to me? It's the first show of the year we're doing this. It's the first I, one. I had to get the dig in there, baby. But Arizona, this pick is easy, man. Look, Marquise Hollywood Brown is a free agent. You need to give Kyler Murray. Again, they have said nothing besides like saying, okay, Kyler is going to be the franchise quarterback. We believe in him. We're moving forward with him. So pair him with Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver at Ohio State. I mean, this is going to be, this is just a clear, easy layup pick with him and Trey McBride leading the passing tack with Kyler for the next few years. Let's go, man. All right. So Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to the Cardinals, a huge weapon there for Kyler Murray and that offense. They showed some spunk last year, the Arizona Cardinals. So we'll see if uh, Harrison can kind of take him to that next level offensively. Certainly uh, targets will be available, as Derek Brown pointed out. Number five, the Los Angeles Chargers are up Thor. That comes to you. The Chargers trying to rebuild. The Chargers have some cap issues, too. So where does Harbaugh now start the new head coach in terms of trying to remake the Chargers and his vision? Got to give uh, Herbert help, and you got to do it in the way that Jim Harbaugh builds his teams, which is from the trenches out. You have the best offensive lineman on the board here, and one of the better offensive tackle prospects we've seen come out the past five years. I think this fit makes a lot of sense. We're going to go with Joe Alt from Notre Dame, a uh, kid who me- is going to measure in at almost 6'8". I have 6'7 and 5'8", 315 pounds almost 1,600 snaps at left tackle the last two seasons and objectively the best left tackle in college football over the last two seasons. Uh, his his pass pro efficiency last year, 99.1%. 
This was a kid who was 95th percentile or above in pass block grade, pass block grade on true pass sets, pass block grade with no play action, pass block grade on five step and seven step drops and run block grade on zone runs. Uh, I mean, j- just a stud, a, a two-way tackle and a guy that you're going to plug in there is going to be there every down for the next 10 years. Here you go. So Alt goes there to the Chargers and obviously a, a good thing to start protecting your investment of Justin Herbert as well. All right, next on the board here at number six, the New York football giant, Scott Bogman. The pick is yours. Yeah, this one was a little tough for me because I really want to go Brock Bowers, but I couldn't. Uh, they invested in Darren Waller. They have Daniel Bellinger. It's like the only position that they're good at. <laughs> the Giants is tight end. So I went with Malik Neighbors, who is a very, very good wide receiver prospect. You know, he would have been above all the guys in the class last season. Uh, studded LSU. They need some outside help. When you look at the Giants, it's Jalen Hyatt, who didn't work out last year yet. He's still got a future. But Darius Slayton, Wandale Robinson, Sterling Shepard is a free agent. Olszewski. Uh, you know, Paris Campbell didn't work out that they have got to have their pot committed to Daniel Jones. They're committed to Darren Waller. So let's, you know, those are mistakes. So let's take a, a non mistake here and go with the safest wide receiver here and take Malik neighbors. All right. So neighbor goes next off the board. I just put it together too. Joe Alt's dad was John Alt, wasn't it for the Kansas That's City right. chiefs. So look mm-hmm. at that. See, I'm old enough to have seen him play everybody. Mel uh, Kiper was guys. also talking about scouting him. His uh, dad. Well, you know, Mel Kiper. <laughs> All right, <Linda. laughs> a little older than you. A little older than you, Mel Kiper. <laughs> Perhaps, but never, uh, <laughs> never as right as I am. All right, let's go to the next one here: the Tennessee Titans at number seven. Debro, back to you for this pick. Bowers just fell past the Giants. Do the Titans scoop him up here? Yep, we're stopping the fall again, man. Brock Bowers going to Tennessee. And this is all, if you're going to give Will Levis a chance, even a hope, a sliver of hope, to be the franchise quarterback for Tennessee, you have to surround him with pass catchers. And so a starting, like we found out last year, Chickaconquo is not it. So looking at this passing attack, surrounding him with DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks, if he pans out or not, and Brock Bowers, not a bad trio to start out uh, for 2024 for Will Levis. Certainly not. Uh, I don't know if Burks is going to work out, but Bauer certainly would be a huge addition and rookie quarterbacks, or should I say even young quarterbacks tend to favor those tight ends uh, early in development. So not the worst situation there for Levis if he is indeed going to be the guy moving forward. Thor, you're our guy moving forward for the next pick. Number eight, the Atlanta Falcons also with a new head coach. So what do they do here as Raheem Morris is now in town? Certainly a couple different directions you go, you know, depending on the side of the ball that you wanted to fortify there. I'm going to make a situation, and I did make a situa- situational assumption as far as the quarterback goes and assume that they're going to trade for a veteran and, and address it in a different way. So I'm going to use this pick to give them help on the other side of the ball. And another thing they've been searching for is pass rushing help, getting after the quarterback off the edge. We're going to go with Dallas Turner, kid out of Alabama. His game is not as well-rounded as Will Anderson last year. Will Anderson could do everything. Dallas Turner might be the better pass rusher the thing he needs to work on building his body up a little bit and setting the edge stuff and run defense but as far as a pass rusher the the kid is really scary last year he had 11 sacks 33 hurries 55 pressures 89th percentile in terms of his sack rate 87th percentile in pressure percentage pass rush uh, win rate was 91st percentile just gets after the quarterback a kid that's going to help Atlanta quite a bit 
Atlanta is not far away. If they could just get that quarterback mm-hmm. situation right and Raheem Morris just commits to run the football, defense is pretty good already. Secondary is pretty good. Offensive line is pretty good. They've got talent. Watch for the Falcons. Thor, do you think they're going to have to move this pick, though, in order to upgrade a quarterback? You think they're going to be here come draft day? I think the the fit with Justin Fields and them, it just makes a ton of sense to me. And if that was the trade that ended up happening, I believe the, the report that makes a lot of sense to me is the thing of like an early third round pick for Fields. Mm-hmm. And and the mm-hmm. Falcons certainly could offer that. And if that's what you used, if you delineated to, to fill your quarterback spot. And by the way, a great price for Justin Fields. You get him at a below market rate in terms of the salary cap for one year. It's going to be your starter for one year. And then if you want to let him move on, great. He's going to sign with some team. You're going to recoup the third round pick in a draft right. round pick when he ends up signing somewhere. So that's what I would end up doing. And then you save your first and second round pick theoretically for something like this fortifying, whether it's defense or whether it's some of those other positions you were tossing out. Well, also to Thor's point, they have two thirds. So getting rid of one of them is not going to hurt them. That's right. How many thirds do you have D bro? Don't answer that question. All right, let's get to the next pick here. Uh, it is the Chicago bears speak of the devil. So at number nine, the bears are up and Scott Bogman is as well. I mean, this one is uh, one of the easier picks in the draft for me. This is Roma Dunze, the Washington wide receiver, who is easily the third best. There are some people putting him ahead of neighbors. I, I still have neighbors ahead. But look at what you have here. Like you you have Caleb Williams. You have DJ Moore and Cole Komet, and then nothing else. Darnell Mooney is a free agent. Equinemia St. Brown's a free agent. So your number two wide receiver at, at this point, before free agency, of course, they could spend – but right now it is Tyler Scott or Velas Jones. So give me Roma Dunze to pair with the new quarterback and DJ Moore. And all of a sudden you have a very dangerous offense. So let's give the new quarterback a big target here. The Jets are looking for some better luck in 2024. They have the number 10 pick Debro. What do they do with it? We're going to address tackle here, baby. Uh, look, if you're going to hope to keep Aaron Rodgers up upright this year, we're going to take Fashanu, the big tackle out of Penn State, man. Looking at him, I mean, Makai Becton is a free agent this year. N- New York Jets last year allowed the seventh highest pressure rate and the third highest pressure rate over expectation. You have to keep Rodgers in a clean pocket. Let's give him some help up front. Okay, so just to recap, at number one, the Bears take Caleb Williams. Then Washington at two selects Jaden Daniels, the quarterback, Drake May. To New England at three, Arizona selects Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver from Oklahoma, excuse me, from Ohio State, pardon me. Uh, Joe Alt goes next uh, to the Chargers at five. The Giants select Malik Neighbors, Brock Bowers to the Titans at seven. The Atlanta Falcons select Dallas Turner on the edge from Alabama. Then at number nine, the Bears select Odunze, the wide receiver from Washington. And at 10, the New York Jets select Fashanu, the tackle from Penn State, a super group of talent. And if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, see what I did there, boys? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. So right now you can check out all of our coverage over at Betting Pros because we've got a ton of it. Props, game breakdowns, all kinds of fun stuff, including our Sunday live stream. So get all of the information you need and even download the Betting Pros app to help you make the best wagers you can. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use that promo code FANTASYPROS and new customers can bet just 5 bucks again on 200 instantly in return in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with the promo code FANTASYPROS. Pros, the crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus Bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Let's crown the 11th pick in the draft. It's the Minnesota Vikings. And who better to make this pick than Thor Nystrom? Thor, the pick is yours. It's it's time to wave goodbye to Kirk Cousins for the Vikings. <gasps> Speaking of recouping a third round pick when he when he signs somewhere else, maybe that's the the Falcons quarterback next year, which maybe. would open up the Vikings to to draft a quarterback here. The Vikings, if you allow Kirk Cousins to leave and you allow Harrison Smith to leave, you're going to have to swallow a pill for one year. The Vikings like to do void years on the end of their stuff so they can save cap room in in, in the years in advance. But letting those guys leave, you have to eat that stuff. They would have about $40 million in cap room if they did that. But that would make, if you if you allow Cousins to leave, that would make uh, this pick uh, delineated for a quarterback, whether it's trading up, whether it's staying in the slot. I, I love J.J. McCarthy. And I think that the NFL likes J.J. McCarthy quite a bit more, certainly, than draft Twitter. I don't know when draft Twitter is going to get onto the fact and the reality of how good J.J. McCarthy is. I think it's just going to take people watching him. Um, J.J. McCarthy... Number five last year in PFF wins above replacement as the starting quarterback for a national title winner. People want to talk about his volume stats and his counting stats to like discount him because he played in a pro style system where they didn't air it out every time. But Michigan, they played top uh, 10 top 50 defenses last year. J.J. McCarthy playing in a pro style system where he only had one good wide receiver, Roman Wilson. He had a blocking tight end and A.J. Barner, Colston Loveland, a, a decent, but, you know, not, not a stud tight end on the other side. Then Blake Corum was the running back, not a stud receiver there. Donovan Edwards, the receiving back they had was on a milk carton last year. In the 10 <laughs> games where Michigan played top 50 SP plus defenses, J.J. McCarthy in that environment, 70% completions for 1,733 yards, 8.2 yards per attempt, 12 to 1 TD INT rate. 171 yards on the ground with sack yardage being omitted in college and three more touchdowns on the ground under pressure rate, 90th percentile, third and fourth down percentile, 93rd percentile outside the pocket grade, 76th percentile, positively graded throws, 86th percentile. JJ McCarthy is way closer to the top three quarterbacks in this class than he is to the Michael Penixes and the Bo Nixes of the world. He is going to go around this range and he absolutely might go in the top 10. But if he falls to the Vikings here, this would be a slam dunk. We're going with J.J. McCarthy. Debro Bogman, am I the only one who feels like Thor has really put a lot of time and energy into this thought here for McCarthy to his Vikings? Am I the <laughs> only one? Am I, I on an island here? I mean, I was really hoping, and, and it's such a shame, man, when – they're taking J.J. McCarthy. I mean, Thor, they easily could have Bo Nix here. Like, what are you doing? No, like, come on. stop. Okay, don't, don't, don't gaslight don't, don't me, do this. Don't I'm do gonna this. I'm going to call HR. I'm going to call HR. Let's go to the next pick here Why we still have jobs. Number 12, the Denver Broncos. Scott Bogman, you're in for the next pick. Look, this was the hardest pick of the draft for me because we yeah. can definitely go quarterback here, right? Uh, but – Penix and Bo Nix, as mentioned, have their stock has dropped. Fitz and I are going to talk to Debro about that on the Dynasty Pod, so you can get a uh, bigger look over there if you're wondering why. But 
they they do have to solve this problem with Russell Wilson. I think they'll solve it well before the draft because there's a lot of contract stuff in there too. You got to free up some cap space to sign free agents and your draft pick. So I think the quarterback situation in Denver will be resolved before the draft. So knowing that whether whoever they've traded for their quarterback, they've signed somebody, uh, maybe it's Kirk Cousins, right? Uh, since JJ McCarthy is going to Minnesota here, but let's give them help on defense and let's give them a leader. Let's give them Jared verse the edge out of Florida state. Probably. I mean, it depends on who you talk to. Some people have verse as the number one edge on the board. Some people like Latu, but he has medical stuff. Uh, Dallas Turner went first in our mock here, but Jared verse and his motor. I mean, this is a team that gave up 70 to the dolphins, right? So the thing here is, is you want a guy who's going to lead by example. Jared versus motor is never off. He is always on and he is going to be an immediate impact player for this defense and bring a lot of sacks. So uh, I am uh, I would be excited to get Jared verse if I was a Broncos fan. All right. D bro has a motor that never stops either. You're up for the 13th, <laughs> that's overall just a pick, mouth. which is oh, that's sure. what it is. The Las sure. Vegas Raiders are up and D bro. So are you. Mouth of the South, baby. This mouth is going to sit here and tell the Raiders that they are going to get a defensive tackle here. You have John Jenkins and Bilal Nichols are both unrestricted free agents. They need to plug the middle, and they can do it with Jerzon Newton, defensive tackle out of Illinois. Last year, eighth in pass rush win rate. You have to be able to bring that interior pressure if you're going to upset the quarterbacks in that division. Vegas needs that. They're going to get it addressed with Newton. All right, so Newton goes next, which means we're back to Thor for the New Orleans Saints at 14. So Thor, be gentle with Debro Saints here. Please yeah, be nice. Uh, <laughs> Please be nice. Bo Nix. No, <laughs> you were going to say it. No. I was waiting. No, I knew no, Bogman was going to do it. <laughs> Turn a ball would be fair play as far as that goes. But I'm going to be a little bit nicer to Debro than he was to me. I'm going to give him Talese Fuaga from Oregon State. Give him an enforcer on the offensive line. Last time we saw the Saints, they weren't running the plays the coaches were sending in. They were eating dubs. They didn't care. There was a mutiny going on. Apparently, the coach is still there. Let's bring in a guy that could turn around the culture, at least on the inside. Give them an identity, a, a brawler type guy. This Fuaga kid, as a run blocker, is one of those – you don't want to meet him in the phone booth. Just a, a crushing, brawling type guy. Uh, uh, run grade PFF last year, well over 90 uh, kids a stud. We'll, we'll have to see on the edge if he can hang, you know, in terms of the pass pro stuff. But this is this is a good value for him. And and you don't have to be concerned about the physicality with that kid whatsoever. Thor, Doctor Who and Fuaga, the only three people I know you could see in a phone booth. I mean, do you even have phone booths anymore? I don't even know. <laughs> next is number 15, the Indianapolis Colts. Scott Bogman, you are up next for this pick here. And uh, the Colts probably could use some help in the secondary. You think this is where they go? I do, but they... <laughs> Pittman is a free agent and look at the depth at wide receiver mm -hmm. uh, after him. I mean, there, there are Grover Stewart. You, you can see the Rundy with and without him after he got suspended uh, for steroids. Right. So there, there is needs here. There's a lot, but Kenny Moore is a free agent. He has been a staple for this team in the secondary forever. So let's give them Cooper DeGene out of Iowa. Cannot believe that Thor skipped Cooper DeGene twice, <laughs> even to, from Iowa, the best Iowa player in a while. You're it. not going to give him to your Vikings when it's a need for them too, Thor. I was really <laughs> he's he's, too busy he's, manifesting JJ McCarthy. That's right. He's or all on the JJ Tory McCarthy. Taylor in the first round. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, just give a punter. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, luckily the Raiders goes. don't have three picks here. But yeah, <laughs> let's go. Cooper DeGene uh, to the Colts. So DeGene to the Colts to recap the last uh, five picks here. McCarthy to the Vikings, then Verse 
uh, versus to the uh, Denver Broncos. The Vegas Raiders take Newton, the defensive tackle from Illinois. The tackle Fuaga from Oregon State goes to the New Orleans Saints at 14. The Indianapolis Colts take DeGene, the cornerback from Iowa at 15. Now, I dare not ask my three friends here what they would do with $100 in Vegas, but you think about that yourself. If you were there for the big game, what would you do? Would you buy a, a fantastic dinner there? Would you uh, just let it all ride on red? But uh, obviously, there's a lot of ways you can spend your money when it comes to what's going on in Vegas. And we want you to know about the Game Time app because it's a great way for you. It's fun and easy to buy tickets for all the sporting events, music, comedy, and theater events anywhere near you or far away even that you can go to. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with the code Vegas100. Killer last-minute deals, all prices are easily there and accessible, as well as views from your seats. So you know exactly where you're going to be sitting, and that's huge. The Game Time app is so easy, especially if you're looking for last-minute deals or just trying to get a group of people together to go to an event. I'm telling you, Game Time is the easy way to get tickets, and everybody knows I'm always buying tickets for stuff. I'm going to WrestleMania in a couple weeks. Game Time app comes in handy whenever you need it. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket with that promo code Vegas100, terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use that code VEGAS100 for $100 off the big game tickets. Or if you're not going to the big game, then use that promo code Fantasy Pros to get $20 off your first purchase. $20 off your first purchase sounds good to me. So download that Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed at Game Time. All right, it's Game Time for pick number 16. The Seattle Seahawks and Derek Brown, you're on the clock. Well, Evan Brown center is a unrestricted free agent. And honestly, he was not very good last year. So they're not going to bring him back. Let's give them SpongeBob. I mean, excuse me. Jackson Powers Johnson center out of Oregon. Uh, look, Geno Smith needs time in the pocket. And I think SpongeBob can help him. All right. Why, why are you calling him SpongeBob for the people who might not get this joke? <laughs> he looks like SpongeBob. He does. He's got the SpongeBob just, build. Like, for the folks, block, I just want to know for the people where? who don't know. I want, I want it to be out there. I've seen <laughs> him, but go, I want go, go do a little search of social media. You, <laughs> the, the memes and stuff were fantastic. There you go. Thor, you're up next with pick number 17 for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, what do they do? I'm going to go with a guy that decidedly does not look like SpongeBob on, on the other side of the polarity, Nate Wiggins, uh, a guy where you know, they put out the combine props. I'm going to be looking for the fastest 40 time with Nate Wiggins. Last year, there was a play against UNC where uh, O'Marion Hampton, the running back for UNC, was on a breakaway touchdown run or whatever. And it was like uh, Leon Lett and BB in the Super Bowl years and years ago. Joey, we're, we're old enough to have seen that play. I know. Where, where Wiggins was like 40 yards behind the play, and you see him just screeching from behind. It's like there's no way he's going to catch him. And he does at the one-yard line and slaps the ball out or whatever. The kid is an absolute burner at 6'2", 185. He's absolutely going to run in the four threes. The question is, can he break into the four twos? But with the really good size, and it's not just the the athletic profile. Last year, the kid only allowed 18 receptions, and the coverage grades are all insane. Uh, he was 91st percentile in terms of, uh, or I'm sorry, 94th percentile coverage grade in single coverage. Uh, 95th percentile passer rating against there's a shot that Nate Wiggins goes above this after he blows the the roof off in at Indianapolis at the NFL combine but I think this would be a really good pick here it's my favorite thing too is this first one we do and then 
We see the combine in just a few weeks, and then we come back here and do more of these. So make sure if you haven't already subscribed to the Fantasy Bros YouTube channel, because not only we're we gonna have more mock draft episodes, we're gonna do second, third round episodes. We're also going to be doing live NFL draft coverage like we do every single year. So make sure you're dialed in. Yeah, drop your comments below here. We love hearing from everybody too. drop your comments. Let us know what you think about some of the picks or maybe you improve upon some of the picks of where you think things are going to land. But we're going to be your hub for NFL draft coverage. Uh, so whether it's dynasty stuff like Bogman's doing or whether it's the college football stuff that Thor's doing, uh, it's going to be incredibly useful. Debro, you had something to mention here about this selection? I was just going to say, for anybody born after the year 1995, the reference that you should have made was DK Metcalf chasing somebody down in the open field, but no, I digress. No, Don Beebe is a much better one. That was, yeah. that was, that that was, was more unlikely. unlikely. That was in Believe the me. Super Bowl, Debra. It was in the Super that, Bowl, uh, and you know, they were getting their butt stage. kicked, and it was a lot of heart. I'm just talking to people that are actually in this Come era. Okay? Leave the Bills fans something reference. to be memorable and happy about. Is that gray hair in your beard or not? We're not going to talk about that, Bogman. We're not going to talk about that, okay? But yes. <laughs> Pick number 18, the Cincinnati Bengals. Scott Bogman, you're up next for this one. So uh, you want to give Joe Burrow some help here on this line, maybe? I mean, why didn't they make the playoffs this year, Joe? Because uh, Burrow was not there, right? Not why healthy? wasn't Burrow there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Offense one plus one, one equals yeah. two, and the Bengals can't figure this out. You get to the they Super usually Bowl. usually do with... two plus two equals potato in Cincinnati. That's right, typically right. I mean, yeah. look, you get to the Super Bowl with a healthy Joe Burrow. You got to keep him upright. So... Let's get J.C. Latham in there. There are big issues at wide receiver, which is surprising for this team that has always had good ones, but Higgins and Boyd are free agents, but they've already uh, done this. Andre Yosevich played great at the end of the year. Charlie Jones, I think, can fill in, and there are so many good wide receivers in this draft. You can wait to take one, so go get yourself a dominant offensive lineman, and the knock on Latham is he's probably a right tackle, not a left tackle. Fine. They signed Orlando Brown. He can play right tackle his whole career in Cincy. So that is fine by me. Uh, let's keep Joe Burrow upright for the Bengals and give them a monster O-lineman. Please, yes. And I think I mm-hmm. agree to take the tackle first. Wide receiver will come either in free agency or later in the draft. Okay, the Rams are up at 19 here. Derek Brown, the floor is yours. Surprise team this year. I mean, look, we all kind of looked at this roster and said, oh, well, the Rams are going to be picking top five, top 10, but they surprised last year. And I think they could do it again. And one of the building blocks that they have to address is the cornerback uh, situation. Akella Witherspoon is an unrestricted free agent. Whether they bring him back or not is still up in the air, but you need an upgrade. Even if you bring back Witherspoon, you need an upgrade opposite him. Darion Kendrick fell off last year, 62% catch rate, 104 pass rating in his coverage. We give him Terry Arnold, cornerback out of Alabama, man. All right, so Arnold goes next to the Rams. The Pittsburgh Steelers are up next. Thor getting to make picks for all the other guys' teams here. I like this. Mm-hmm. I like the way this is going here. So, Thor, what do the Steelers need? We're going we're gonna to give them a cornerback. You guys know they need cornerbacks. They have that old – I mean, they started to address it with Joey Porter Jr. last year. Uh, they still have age and a lack of quality uh, around him. And we're going to address that here with Quinion Mitchell. Three of the last four picks in this mock have, have been cornerbacks. We've been on a little bit of a cornerback run with Quinion Mitchell sort of ending that run. But Quinion Mitchell could end up being the first cornerback that goes in, in the draft. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll end up having to see that. Uh, for him in Indianapolis, that's important, showing the athletic profile. I think it's going to be pretty good, uh, but we'll have to see about that. He's 10 pounds heavier than Nate Wiggins, although he's an inch shorter. Uh, weighed in 195 pounds at the senior bowl at six feet. 
Quinion Mitchell dominated in Mobile. Mm-hmm. Absolutely dominated. Those one-on-one drills where it's the receiver against the defensive back, it is so heavily tilted towards the offensive guy because every single time, you know, the defender is just out on an island, whatever. Quinion Mitchell totally flipped those odds the other way. It was really difficult for the receivers to get off the line when Quinion Mitchell wanted to press them. And then out on the routes, you weren't getting away from that kid. Sometimes they just blow the, the rep dead because the quarterback was like, I'm not throwing there. There's nowhere to throw. You want me to just throw an interception to this kid? I'm not going to do that in front of the NFL, whatever. Uh, Quinion Mitchell, 91.5 PFF grade last year. And he's a dog in run defense as well. One thing that really stood out to us, in addition to the, the coverage machinations and stuff with, with that kid there, the, the strength of him. It wasn't just pressing, um, just the contact balance, down the field, different stuff like that. You can't move that kid off the spot. If, if anyone's getting jarred, it's you. The last anecdote that I would toss out about that kid. So he dominated the first two days, like I said. We heard on Thursday that he showed up to the stadium for practices, wanting to practice but that he had to be talked out of it by his reps and probably ostensibly his family of like, Quinion, you already proved enough. Like <laughs> you shouldn't be practicing today. You could get injured. And, and Quinion's like, no, 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 I, I want to practice. And they're like, no, Quinion, please don't practice, you know, whatever. So he had to be talked out of practicing on that last day at the senior ball. This kid's a stud. The the cornerbacks at the top there, it's a very fluid situation. Could go either way, depending on what we see at, at, at the NFL Combine. But Quinion Mitchell very much in the mix for, for CB1 right now. I hear the wide receivers in Mobile threw a small party after he opted out of day three, too. Sure did. <laughs> and sure did. by the way, Thor and Debro were at the Senior Bowl, in case you missed that. We just did a show earlier in the week where recapped uh, some of the interviews that they did with some of the guys, some of the players there, and also broke down some of the players that helped their stock, hurt their stock, and also uh, potentially really were standout surprises. So if you missed that, go back and check that out, our Senior Bowl recap show with Thor and Derek and myself. Some really great stuff in there from the boys. To recap, the last few picks, the Colts select Cooper DeGene, cornerback from Iowa, Seattle selects Jackson Powers Johnson, the center from Oregon. Then Nate Wiggins, the corner, goes to Jacksonville at 17. The Bengals take an offensive tackle, Latham from Alabama. Then Arnold, the corner from Alabama, goes next to the Rams. And the Steelers select Mitchell, the corner from Toledo. 21 is the Miami Dolphins with the 21st pick. Scott Bogman, who do they select? This is another one where I could have gone a couple different ways. All mm-hmm. three of the starting interior offensive linemen are free agents. Uh, Christian Wilkins is also a free agent. I'm assuming, like I did with the Colts, that this guy is franchise. They cannot let uh, Christian Wilkins get away, but they have issues at edge because Jalen Phillips tore his Achilles at the end of the season. Zach Seiler is the only other guy there. Cameron Good, Manuel Ogba are fine replacements, but that is why I gave them Leatu Latu, the edge out of UCLA. This guy, to me would easily be the number one edge player, if not for medicals. This is a dude that had to medically retire. Um, He came back and he transferred to UCLA, ended up playing there and looking like the best edge in this class, like my buddy Thor would say, with a bullet. He was amazing in 2023, but he does have a checkered um, medical past, so... Those are going to have to be the checks and rechecks, which is why I have him going at the end of the first. But if those medicals come in and he looks good, I would not be surprised to see him be the number one edge. But there are teams that will take him off the board because of his injury history. So a lot to great talent slipping to the 20s to the Dolphins. That's where I've got him going. 
Derek Brown, you have a checkered pass. Make the next pick for the Philadelphia Eagles at 22. <laughs> well, I, I had to source, I had to crowdsource our own Mike Mayer, uh, Eagles fan here on staff. And I'm going to go with a guy. And, and <laughs> that you can't end the, well. I just want you to know. That's probably a bad idea. Look, look, Mayer knows, man. So with this, you have a stacked Eagles roster. A lot of ways you can go with this. I'm going to give them the eventual successor to Lane Johnson. We'll give him Tyler Guyton tackle out of Oklahoma. You could say, okay, well, Lane's locked up for the next few years. It's also a guy we saw a struggle with uh, injuries at various points of last season. He's getting a little bit long in the tooth. Not to say that he's not going to play for two, three more years, but Philly has done this already before. I mean, they, they already picked their successor to Jason Kelsey in previous drafts. They could do the same thing with Lane Johnson here. All right, so Johnson, uh, obviously, what they're trying to do is continue to look forward here for Philadelphia and rebuild this team. Uh, tough season for the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll see if uh, things get a little bit better in 2024. Houston is up next. Thor, that's your pick. So what do they do? I'm going to go with Chop Robinson here for the Texans. Chop Robinson, I think, is a, a, a guy who's going to be a polarizing prospect during the process because he's an eye of the beholder guy, uh, depending on, you know, sort of the way that you want to see the evaluation. You combine the last two years, Chop Robinson only had eight sacks. But if you look at the pressure rate and the, the the instances where he immediately wins the rep on that and is putting heat on the quarterback and is changing the constitution of the play, the passing rep right from the start, that's where you start to be like, man, this kid is so close to, to breaking through and just being a, a, a mega stud. Last two years combined, 99th percentile pass rush grade, 100th percentile pass rush grade in plays without play action, 97th percentile pass rush win rate. So the, again, a kid that puts immediate pressure on a very, very good athlete coming off the edge. I, I think that's someone that D'Amico Ryan's defense is going to be attracted to. All right. If you need new tires for your car, Discount Tire is your go-to. They have exceptional service, and you can get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. They have this really cool feature, too, called Treadwell, which is an online tire buying guide that gives you transparency on the tire performance, as well as personal recommendations based on your location and driving habits. Discount Tire is also the largest independent tire retailer in the country, so it has the biggest selection of tires and wheels. And here's a pro tip. From the experts at Discount Tire, you can prevent wear and boost gas mileage by keeping your tires properly inflated. Tire pressure supports the weight of your vehicle, just like I support the weight of these three guys in this show, and it's important to check for safety. So if it's been over a month since you last checked your tire pressure, stop by one of their local stores for a free tire safety air pressure check discount tire. Let's get you taken care of. Let's get these picks taken care of. The Cowboys are up next at the 24th pick. Scott Bogman, which direction do they go? I'm going to give him Byron Murphy, the interior defensive lineman out of Texas. And the reason I'm doing this is because, look, we just need to keep putting pressure for the Cowboys on the quarterback. This is your strength and you need to keep it. Hankins is a free agent. Mozzie Smith is a rotational guy. Their first round pick from last year. I think I honestly think this is a good trade spot for a team looking for a quarterback to come in and trade with the Cowboys. We're not doing trades. It's way too early in the process to do that, in my opinion. So let's keep the heat on the quarterback. Let's give Micah Parsons some more help, some more distractions along that offensive line to uh, keep Micah free. So I think uh, adding to this defensive line and keeping the strength of strength is going to help the Cowboys and their best player on defense in Micah Parsons. Okay, next up here, the Green Bay Packers at 25. Debro, you're on the clock. Well, 
Packers are known for being <laughs> cheeseheads. They're going to pair that with they're going to be drinking some Kool-Aid, baby. Kool-Aid mm. McKinstry, cornerback out of Alabama. J- Jair Alexander did not have a good season. You talk, you marry that with Eric, Eric Stokes was banged up for most of the year, goes on the IR with the hamstring issue. They can get out of Alexander's contract after 2024. So if they were choose to do that or just trying to pair another cornerback, because we also saw the Packers struggle to defend the pass down the stretch, McKinstry makes a ton of sense for a defense 72.8% zone coverage rate last year. This guy was 15th in zone coverage uh, as far as pass grade last year. So really fits a need that the Packers have. Is he going to be announced as Kool-Aid when he gets drafted or as Jaquincy? Because oh, Jaquincy so. McKinstry Kool-Aid. is like the greatest name ever. And to downgrade that to just Kool-Aid, just I don't know. Joe, he's going to get announced as Kool-Aid and he's going to break through like the back, you know, the, the curtain, <laughs> oh, whatever, yeah. like the Kool-Aid guy right behind Goodell. I hope he has a chain with the giant, you know, red Kool-Aid man on it. Like I that's the thing I'm looking for. Inspired suit. I want like, it all oh, yeah. on. I want oh, all yeah. He's gonna open it up. It's gonna be lined with Kool-Aid. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be no, so good. To. There you can, go. Can, Just... can we get uh, Kristen Uchech involved in this? Uh, let's let's call her <laughs> up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go and see if we can get some stuff made up. I want a Kool-Aid suit if he's not going to wear too. it. I do, too. I mean, they're yeah. kind of bubble jackets that uh, Ms. Juszczyk makes, so hey, I'm why not? I'm a couple not? pounds away from looking like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, next up here at 26, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thor, you are up on the clock. We're going to take someone who's already there in terms of a Graham Barton, 306, uh, almost 65. Graham Barton did something I thought that was really interesting and really smart entering this process. You see prospects that come in who played a position in college and the NFL or maybe media people, uh, cough, cough, Johnny Wilson, they want them to try a different position that they think they might be better at in the NFL during the draft process. And a lot of times you see reticence from those prospects to do that. Johnny Wilson did not want to be a move tight end or a big slot. He didn't want to even do one drill of that down in Mobile. Graham Barton, right for the Graham Barton, a kid that only played left tackle past several seasons at Duke and was one of the ACC's best offensive tackles, one of the nation's best offensive tackles. The idea was forwarded to him. Would you consider guard? Would you consider center at the, at the next level? Graham Barton's like, absolutely. I'll play anywhere. He is going to go through this entire process, snapping balls as a center, also trying out as a guard. And in addition to the tackle stuff, but the tackle stuff we already know because it's already on tape. But how smart is that for a kid where instead of going for 64 jobs to two tackle spots on the 32 NFL teams, you've now opened up three more starting spots on every single other NFL team where where you could potentially go for that as well. I think that improves his draft stock as we get closer to April. And I think that makes him a a good fit here. A guy who potentially has five position versatility. All right. Next pick up here, Arizona Cardinals again. This one's from Houston, Scott Bogman at 27. You're also living in Houston. So it seems appropriate. You should make this pick. Yeah, look, I'm going to give them Braylon Trice uh, out of the edge defender out of Washington. And I watched him against my Longhorns and he was wreaking havoc in the backfield. The Cardinals last season were 30th in sacks, only 33. They were, I think, dead last in run defense as well. So uh, they just need to build that defensive line. This is the best player left uh, to put pressure on the quarterback and help that run defense. So give me Braylon Trice out of Washington. The Buffalo Bills, Derek Brown at 28. What do they do? 
Gabe Davis is an unrestricted free agent. They need to address the position and, and continue to add parts and pieces on the offensive side around Josh Allen. Let's give him Troy Franklin, wide receiver out of Oregon. For a wide receiver that amongst all wide receivers in the FBS last year with at least 50 targets, sixth in yards per route run. Kid can play. Okay, so there you have it. Next up, the Detroit Lions, <laughs> Thor 29, select who? Brian Thomas from LSU, the receiver that, that played across from Malik Neighbors. Brian Thomas, a guy, a true outside receiver and a guy that can take the top off the defense. The thing that you're wondering about him, it's the rest of the stuff. But I, w- I was talking about this on the telephone with Debro yesterday. If nothing else, you guys you know speak to br- each other outside of these were you, places. Were you in that phone booth you're talking about before? <laughs> he did. Yeah. Rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't leave Debro alone. But Brian Thomas, the guy where if nothing else, even if his game doesn't improve, he is going to be a solid number two uh, starter in the NFL because he can take the top off the defense. 6'4, 205, has the speed to get downtown, has the ball skills to win downtown. The other nuance of, of his game, that's the stuff we got to work on, different stuff like that. But that ability to take top off the defense, and in particular, something that can help out Detroit, they have the efficiency receivers. Uh, Jamison Williams, that was who they wanted him to be. Obviously, he's on the smaller side. Maybe with a, a guy like Brian Thomas, where the defense has to respect it on the other side, that can open up JMO for the stuff that he was good at Al- at Alabama, where it was using his explosiveness on the run hit that kid on the hands not the downfield stuff but hit him on the hands where he's got to step on the dude and now he's going to run whatever they could use that true guy on the outside that can take the top off brian thomas will give you that three picks remaining scott bogman your final pick is for the baltimore ravens your favorite team at 30 what do they do uh, i have them taking ennis rakestraw the uh cornerback out of missouri and i just think he fits so perfectly especially with Uh, Kyle Hamilton, sometimes playing in the slot, sometimes playing in the box. You know, they move Hamilton around. Mm -hmm. Rick Stara has experience on the outside as a slot. He's a great run defender as well, which fits the Baltimore mold uh, on defense. So I just think this is a very good pick for them. Could they go wide receiver? Yes. I didn't want to give him one of my Texas guys, though. Uh, I think it'd be (laughs) Mitchell or Worthy, but uh, they could go wide out. But I have them taking a corner to help move Kyle Hamilton around in that defense. Kansas City Chiefs at 31. Derek Brown, you're on the clock. Big need at left tackle, man. Donovan Smith has not played great. Unrestricted free agent. Juwan Taylor is a true right tackle. You're not going to move him over. So we need somebody that can handle the left side of the offensive line. That's Troy Fontenot, tackle out of Washington. For a guy that was fifth in pass pro grade last year, only allowed three QB hits. Got to keep Mahomes upright. And you got to get a guy that were the big Mahomesian contract. Let's get the rookie in there, man. Okay, and the last pick, the San Francisco 49ers, Thor, 32, finish us out in the first round. We're going to go with the Marius Mims from Georgia here. Kid who played about 700 snaps at right tackle over the last two years, allowed zero sacks and zero quarterback hits. Now, th- this kid is enormous. He He's not one of those, like, uh, you know, smaller tackles moving around, whatever, 6'7", 330. He's closer to, like, a Phil Lodeholt in, t- in terms of body type, whatever. But very, very difficult to get around. And the thing that you like this year, he's starting to use that length and that width more to his advantage, where it's more, you know, it's like getting around a frigging cruise ship. It just takes so long, and then the ball's already out, and you bring the hammer in the run game as well. So he's he's a kid, stock up, whatever. Mike end up going higher than this we'll have to see another guy we're very interested to see what he does in indianapolis but i think this would be a pretty solid value if he was here at the end of the first round 
The Dolphins at 21 select the edge rusher from UCLA. Late two, then Tyler Guyton, the tackle from Oklahoma, goes to the Eagles at 22. The Houston Texans, Thor selected Chop Robinson, the edge from Penn State. Byron Murphy, the defensive lineman from Texas, goes to the Cowboys at 24. Then Green Bay at 25 selects Kool-Aid McKinstry, and the party begins. At 26, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selects Graham Barton, offensive lineman from Duke. Then the Washington edge rusher Braylon Trice, goes to the Arizona Cardinals, the Buffalo Bills at 28, select Troy Franklin, wide receiver from Oregon, Brian Thomas, wide receiver from LSU uh, at 29, and then the Baltimore Ravens select Rakestraw, excuse me, the cornerback from Missouri, Troy Fontenot, the tackle from Washington, goes to KC at 31, and finally, at San Fran at 32, Mims, the tackle from Georgia. So again, we want to hear from you. Drop your comments below. What do you think of these first 32 picks that we laid out there? Potentially, we know... Trades are going to happen, but it's fun to look ahead early. The Combine's just a few weeks away. We're going to have coverage on that. We're also going to have coverage of the NFL Draft live here on the channel, so make sure you ring that bell for notifications so you know every time a piece of content drops. And you can join us live, secondary screen experience, watch the draft, watch us break down the picks for what really matters, your fantasy teams. So we're going to be live for the entire NFL Draft. And don't forget, that Senior Bowl show we just recorded this week, recapping all that, if you are starting to ramp up, and your dynasty leagues or just because you're you're just looking around for NFL because the Super Bowl is here this week and you're sad because there's no more games to watch and you need your NFL fix, we're here for you. So check out the Dynasty Pod, the Senior Bowl coverage, and of course, all of our NFL draft coverage here on Fantasy Pros. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on for Thor Nystrom, D-Bro, and Scott Bogman. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on Spotify. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but for some reason, they just won't go to sleep. And for this reason, I created the podcast Bedtime History. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. Join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? 
Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.